Welcome to Concafe. This is for the 29th of November, year of our Lord, 2023. So glad you could join us. I'm Pastor Adi Valverde. We're going to the Old Testament station. We're looking at the prophet Isaiah, chapter 64, the first nine verses of that passage from, drum roll please, the Message Bible. And the title of the devotional is called, We Are the Work of God's Hands. We are the work of God's hands. You ready to get into God's Word? I am. Verse 1. Oh, that you would rip open the heavens and descend, make the mountain shudder at your presence. As when a forest catches fire, as when fire makes a pot to boil, to shock your enemies into facing you, make the nation shake in their boots. You did terrible things we never expected and descended and made the mountains shudder at your presence. Since before time began, no one has ever imagined, no ear heard, no eye seen, a God like you who works for those who wait for him. You meet those who happily do what is right, who keep a good memory of the way you work. But how angry you've been with us. We've sinned and kept it, kept at it so long. Is there any hope for us? Can we be saved? We're all sin-infested, sin-contaminated. Our best efforts are grease-stained rags. We dry up like autumn leaves, sin-dried, we're blown off by the wind. No one prays to you or makes the effort to reach out to you because you've turned away from us, left us to stew in our sins. Still, God, you are our Father. We're the clay. You are our potter. Potter. All of us are what you made us. Don't be too angry with us, O God. Don't keep a permanent account of wrongdoings. Keep in mind, please, we are your people. All of us. This, dear friends, is the word of God for the people of God. We say gracias a Dios. Thanks be to God. Well, a blessed and wonderful Wednesday be yours, dear friend. I pray this be a wonderful day. And may the Lord reveal to us more of his love for us, and may he impart wisdom to us to better understand his word for us. May it move us to a point of action and service, and may our hearts be filled with God's profound love that the world cannot understand. Amen. Now, I write this on Tuesday, which was yesterday as you hear, read, or watch this. Now, earlier today, on Tuesday, our daughter sent us a very clear 4D photo of our grandchild, number seven. Nellie and I are so very blessed, and we anxiously arrive, uh, await the arrival of grandson number four. Right now, we have three boys, three girls, all precious, wonderful blessings from God. And here comes number four boy, number seven grandchild. Now, in the image, she placed her two older sons side by side, and we were just blown away at what this little one looks like and how much he looks like both his big brothers, Liam and Eli. We both believe he looks more like Liam in some ways, and what he will look like, of course, will not be revealed until he makes his arrival in March. Lord willing, please keep our baby girl and 
her baby in your prayers. And it just made me marvel how, how far we have come in science. I'm old enough to remember not even knowing the sex of our children until their arrival, and it didn't hamper my joy and excitement at their moment of joining the family. Blessed for wonderful times, as was my wife. Now here the prophet Isaiah is expressing his desire to have God make his presence better known. In other words, even if God has to, could God make a face-to-face appearance? Now many through the years or ages have said that things would be so much easier if only God would reveal his face (laughs) to prove once and for all God does exist. Sadly, I don't think that would make much of a difference for there would still be those naysayers who would take issue with this or that and still declare any appearance of God as not being real or, sadly, not being relevant. Like Isaiah, we long for God to reveal himself in extraordinary ways, to intervene in our lives and circumstances with awe-inspiring power. We yearn for a divine encounter that will shake the very foundations our existence, and bring us face-to-face with the Almighty. Now, friends, we yearn for the divine intervention that will transform our lives and make the world aware of his sovereignty. We long for a revelation of God's greatness, a demonstration of his power that will leave us awestruck and trembling. Yet, yet, in our longing for his presence, we're reminded of our imperfections and the sin that separates us from him. We recognize our inadequacy like dried leaves blown away by the wind, and we realize the desperate need for God's divine touch to renew and reshape us. Yet, amidst our failings, we hold on to the hope that God, our Father, is the potter shaping our lives, We trust that even in our brokenness, God can mold us anew and bring forth something beautiful from the ashes. You and I can share countless stories of how God has and God will continue to bless us in unexpected and unexplainable ways. In my case, as an example, Nellie and I drove around the campus of my alma mater, Southwestern University, earlier today, also Tuesday. Southwestern is located in Georgetown. I had a meeting up in that part of of our state, and so we took advantage of of Georgetown and driving by the old school. Nellie remarked that I was blessed to have received an education from such a prestigious institution south as such as Southwestern, and indeed I was very blessed. It was a dream held first by my dad, who always told us that we would attend and graduate from college, and that was echoed by my mom. How it would come to be? (laughs) Where would the money come from? (laughs) We had faith that God would provide. Now, I would list under the blessings too awesome to explain (laughs) how the five of us did attend and graduate from college. We need only point heavenward and shrug. I long believe that miracles were meant to bless us for our benefit and enjoyment, and no explanation is necessary. How about you? Now, we can conclude our study with saying that we indeed are the work of God's hands. He is the potter, 
and we are the clay. And guess what? The work is still in progress. Friends, ask God to guide you to being that which God desires for you. And one day, the finished result will just blow you away. And it will bless God (laughs) beyond, beyond measure. Amen? Amen. Let's pray. Loving Potter, our souls cry out for your presence to descend and shake the mountains, but shake us as well. We acknowledge our sinfulness and shortcomings, yet we trust in your power to renew and reshape us. Mold us according to your will, O God, and reveal your glory in our lives. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Dear friend, thank you for tuning in. I pray you have a great blessed day, and the Lord of this has blessed you. Please pass it on. Press all the buttons that are there, like, thumbs up, whatever, to help this page, this ministry, reach the world for Jesus Christ. Now, here's your call to action. Let God shape you. Let God shape you. Receive my blessings of love and peace. I love you, and I thank God for you. I pray the Lord bless you and keep you now and always. Amen.